Zion Williamson not going to be ready for the start of the regular season. Let's break down what we know, the context that we're missing, and what do the Pelicans do next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday. Not the show I was hoping we'd be doing. I wanted to talk about the weaknesses of the Pelicans after yesterday's show where we talked about the strengths of the Pelicans, but that's going to have to wait for another day because we got word from David Griffin and it's an update on Zion Williamson and he's not going to be ready for the start of the regular season. So in today's show, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about what we know. There we go. We're going to talk about some of the missing context because people are rushing to judgment, whether that's correct or wrong. I don't know if we know the answer to that yet and I want to kind of get into that right now and then... Kind of, what do the Pelicans do next? What should the starting lineup look like on opening night and what should the rotation be? So we're going to cover it all in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free and available five days a week for you all breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No one's coming to you like this. Kind of in the moment, here to talk about everything going on around the Pelicans, whether you're a diehard fan or if you're just tuning in to learn more or maybe even for fantasy basketball purposes, we're going to cover it all here in today's episode. So let's get into it. So here's the situation. We found out and literally everyone found out about the Zion injury on media day. Even the big outlets had no idea. I was there. I know those guys. No one had a clue about this injury at all. This one was kept very, very secret and it kind of just happened when David Griffin dropped it as a bombshell on media day. And he said or seemed to indicate, and we'll get into this in the next segment a little bit, that Zion would be ready for opening night. And Zion seemed to say the same thing as well. It seemed like he would be ready based on what they said in media day a couple weeks ago for the start of the regular season. That is not the case. So what, what happened, right? David Griffin gave a press conference today basically saying, or yesterday saying, that he's not healing as quickly as they would have liked. David Griffin went on to say, though, there's been no setback and that every player's different. And so you can't really necessarily stick to an established timeline. I don't know if that's BS or not or the truth. It, it could be. It makes some sense. But something seemed to happen. They seemed to be very confident, I'd say, on media day that he was going to be ready. And now they're not. Maybe it is his just healing hasn't gone well. And the doctors are looking at it. They're running some scans, the doctors that perform the surgery as well. And they're just not comfortable with it. I think that's that's entirely a possibility. David Griffin did say that Zion has been cleared to run somewhat now. He's playing one-on-none, so he's not participating in practice. He's doing individual drills. And that for the running, he was cleared on Wednesday night. Okay, he's been doing some conditioning, zero-G work, pool work, things like that, right, where the weight isn't on there. But clearly, it's something isn't something's happened or something isn't going as well as they originally thought. That's rough, but you know what? That's all within the realm of possibility, I think, right? Like, he's a big dude. You know, we'll get into the weight stuff in a second. I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to make of it, you know, other than maybe take Griff at his word to a certain degree. But given that things were kind of shady around all of this, I understand why people 
aren't. And it sucks, right? As a Pelicans fan, this freaking blows. There's no other way to put it. It is so disappointing to see. And, and look, it seemed like it was going this way for a while. When they kind of said he wasn't going to be playing any preseason, it was a little bit kind of surprising to hear he would get no minutes at all and not maybe like eased back into things. And then Willie Green and the updates we were getting of Zion not doing running, not doing five on five. It seemed like it was trending in this direction that he was not going to be ready for the start of the regular season. It just kind of feels like the same old, same old, right? You've been following this team for years, listening to me for a while here and other places. It's the same old song and dance. We've been here before. It's, it's very, very disheartening. And it makes you feel like there's almost something nefarious going on, right? Like certainly kind of seems something's, something's off. Like I can't put my finger on it. And part of it is because we don't have a lot of context on this. So that's what I want to get into coming up here next in today's episode of Longtime Pelicans. We're missing a ton of context. And unfortunately, we're not going to get that context. And I know people want to rush to judge because that's the society we live in, right? Like it's in, I get it. Like there's no, bl- there's no blameless loss, right? If there's a football game loss or a basketball game loss, who, who do we pin the blame on? There's never just the other team was a little bit better and outplayed your team. There's always kind of someone to blame for it, even though that shouldn't how it be how it always is. So let's get into that coming up here next and maybe kind of talk people who are on the ledge off the ledge a little bit when it comes to Zion Williams. And then we'll get into the on-court stuff of where do the Pelicans go from here and what's their starting lineup going to look like on opening night. So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. NBA fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this. I know you will, too. Look, it's not available in Louisiana. I'm not in Louisiana right now, which is pretty cool. So I get to use this. Prize Picks has the best NBA daily fantasy sports prop game on the market, and Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator, and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes every single game. And Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, points, turnovers, rebounds, all of that. And if you want to get some extra money on your deposit, just use promo code NBA, and you're going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So the way it works. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Plus, prize picks allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on LeBron James points per game with the under on Patrick Mahomes touchdown throws in the same entry. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. So prize picks is safe and offers quick and fast withdrawals, so don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Locked On Pelicans and making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free and available five days a week for you all. No one else is doing that. No paywall or anything like that. Free, 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 free. As well as Locked On Saints. That should be your second listen every single day. Ross Jackson does a great job breaking down everything black and gold. And today we're breaking down the Zion Williamson. Not injury because he's been injured. Prolonged timeline. Pure disappointment is what we could probably call it as well. So we kind of talked about like the situation, right? It just seems like according to David Griffin, it's not healing as fast as they would like. There's been no setback. Nothing's different. And in David Griffin even come like, okay, should we talk about that part? David Griffin came out and said, well, I never said he was going to be ready on opening night at media day. Screw you, Griff. Like 
this is a time where it's very simple to come out and say like it's just taking time you know it's taking longer than we originally thought we projected him to be ready for opening night it's unfortunately taking a little bit longer it sucks we don't want to be here cool he did that in the rest of the press conference he just didn't need that unnecessary comment of trying to like backtrack and make his comments on media day seem better it's okay to be wrong in a situation like this if zion is just actually injured and it's not going well or even if there was a setback say it and everyone's gonna be like cool we get it it's gonna lead to another can of worms which we're gonna get to in this segment but we get it and you don't sound like you're lying to people it doesn't sound like you're saying he'll be ready on opening night for people to buy 12 game plans that include the opening night game to see zion williamson it's just unnecessary and he loves to do this and I, I do not get it anyway I'm not going to go into David Griffin too much here so so here's the thing I've seen a lot and I've seen this kind of happening for the past month and I talked about it I did a whole show on like we need to chill on Zion Williamson a little bit of people being like he's fat he doesn't care he's out of shape all of this stuff we don't know we don't and anyone who's trying to tell you doesn't have the whole complete picture. I, I know more than I'm saying here. And I only have part of the picture, which is why I'm not throwing it all out there, because it's probably somewhat incorrect and missing a lot of context. In the spaces hosted by Chris Connor at Impatient Bowl on Twitter, who is awesome and is going to guest host an episode of this next time I'm out, or at least I'm going to ask him to and force him to. You can all force him to as well. Antonio Daniels was in the spaces on Twitter and said, man, I'm, he goes, I'm there every day in practice. I know how hard Zion is working. He doesn't act like a diva to me. You can say that Antonio Daniels is supposed to say that, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to kind of carry water for a franchise and not call it like it is. That doesn't, that's not him whatsoever. We're missing so much context. So people want to go, well, Zion's fat. He's out of shape. This is why it's happening. Man, it could just be it's not healing as quick as you'd like. It could be there was a setback. They might be lying about that. Who knows? It could have been they were intentionally misleading on opening uh, on media day and it was always going to take longer. I urge you, don't rush to judge when we're missing a lot of this, right? Like we're missing so much context into what's going on. You know, there's been a lot of talk, and I'll tell you this, that Zion's been maybe missing or cutting things short with the team that they want him doing. To exactly what degree, I'm not quite sure. And to what, what's he supposed to be there, I'm not quite, quite entirely sure. But there is some distrust from him with the organization. And I've kind of explained this before, and it goes back to that burst thing. You kind of, you've heard this a lot, right? And David Griffin kind of talked about it at media day. He doesn't seem to trust the organization, maybe because he thinks that they're going to like hold him back and not get him out there as quickly as possible. It could possibly be he's skipping things or just isn't trusting them because he wants to get out there and play. And he thinks that if he does all the stuff they want, they're going to be like, no, we're going to go slow. And he doesn't want that. So it's creating some mistrust here. Maybe. I don't know for sure, right? Like, that's the thing. I can't comment on this either way. And from both sides, I get it. I get why Zion might be mistrustful of the organization. But also, that was like two years ago at this point. Aaron Nelson is one of the best in the business. You should probably trust him. And you need to get over it to a certain degree, if that's the case. But here's the thing. We don't know. Like, we really don't. There's so much context missing. Maybe they're just lying about a setback for whatever reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's to sell tickets, do all of that stuff. But if that's the case, you're going to feel foolish for being like, dude's freaking fat and screw this guy, right? He doesn't care. And that's not the case. There might be reasons for all this, but because we don't have the complete picture and we're never going to have the complete picture when it comes to injuries, I urge us to take a step back off the ledge and not think that it's him trying to force his way out already. 
I think there's definitely some damage between him and the organization, and this is really going to test some of that, how they handle this going forward. And hopefully everyone, Zion and the team, is mature enough to kind of move on from this. But we're missing so much when it comes to this, like so, so much when it comes to this. You know, I've heard all the people being like, he was partying all offseason, he was at frat parties, he doesn't care. Man, we didn't see one picture of those frat parties. I've seen the stuff. That's the investigative thing. I'm contributing to that site in a little bit too. Um, but we don't fully know what's going on. So I don't think it's a good idea to kind of jump to conclusions with some of this. But certainly, I think it's safe to say everyone needs to grow up a little bit in this situation, in this circumstance, and just do what's best for the team and for Zion, which is getting him back on the court as quick as possible, letting him play, and trying to win some freaking basketball games and making you Pelicans fans super happy to see super fun Zion leaps and out there because man dude is just like a joy a joy to watch so some weird stuff going on they just all need to kind of grow up I think we'll see if they're capable of it or not but I'm not going to jump to things just yet particularly when Antonio Daniels comes in is like no dude's working hard I've never seen anything that says no and Zion's doing everything right in the media you know, media day of being him being like I'm glad someone asked I want to talk about that I love being here and I do think he likes being here. I think there's just a little bit dis- of distrust with the organization. And look, when you say things like this, I don't know. It's it's not great. Just be honest and let's be truthful about all of this stuff. But look, we don't have hard evidence of things. It's all conjecture. It might not be anything. This one just could be as simple as there was a setback, even though they're saying no. Or just taken slowly to heal. I hurt my elbow like a month ago and it still hurts. And I'm doing everything I can to kind of stop it. It's just taking a while. You guys have aches and pains like that too. This is it, maybe a larger degree. But take a step back from the ledge. It's okay. Because this team still should be somewhat competitive and fun. And let's talk about that and what the lineups might look like coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by the Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body, whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day on the road, in hotel rooms, at home, sitting all day on Zoom and all of that other stuff. I just want to be tension-free, man. And the Theragun can help. The Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make it feel like you're holding something from the future? Just go ahead to their site, check it out, and the Theragun app even learns from your behaviors and it's going to suggest guided routines to help make you feel better. The Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid, elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds of thousands of customers. So try the Theragun 30 days free, starting, or sorry, try the Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. There you go. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now and get your Theragun Gen 4 today for only $199. That's therabody.com slash locked on therabody.com slash locked on. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I'm on the road for work this week. I'm going to be on the road for work next week and actually the week after that too. 
I live off of these things on the road. When you just need like a snack or something healthy for you that's also delicious and that you're not going to mind eating, trust me, the Built Bars are the best tasting things out there. And there's a flavor for everyone, whether it's coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and or German chocolate cake. Those are all the main flavors. And you can get a mix box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. Trust me, mint brownie, salted caramel, and the double chocolate, three of my absolute favorites. And not only are they the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories between 130 and 180, only four to five grams sugar, only four to five grams net carbs, all amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy for you. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off over at built.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms and five days a week for you all. And don't forget, check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball, hosted by the great Josh Lloyd, the number one daily fantasy basketball show. How's the Zion injury going to impact the season for fantasy basketball, your team? Josh Lloyd's the guy to go to kind of talk about all of those things. But today we're talking about the Zion Williamson injury. So we already kind of went over where things stand, what's kind of going on, the situation with it. We're missing a lot of context here. We don't really know what's going on and it's frustrating. And I think people are kind of projecting their fears onto Zion Williamson. As I've said in a previous show, I think people are turning on Zion to a certain degree because they think he's going to leave and it's easier to hate him now. And so when he leaves, you don't care about that dude because screw him, right? It's kind of the idea of, well, you can't break up with me if we never dated in the first place or if I break up with you or you know, something like that. Something that kind of helps your ego, right? Um, and helps the the what you think is going to be a, a rough patch or know, a hard thing and make it a little bit simpler on you. I lost the analogy there, but whatever. You get what I'm trying to say. I think some of that's happening right now. Yeah, he looks like he's put on weight. Does that impact how he plays? No. Does it impact the injury? Maybe or maybe not. You do not know for sure and I don't know for sure. That's why I'm... I'm reluctant to try and judge this in in that sense because we're missing so much context. And when it comes to things like this, it's just a little weird to try and dive into too much. But anyway, uh, so let's talk about the actual team and kind of what's going on with them, right? So no Zion Williamson. And I thought it was interesting in that spaces where, uh, you know, hosted by Chris Connor at Impatient Bull on there when Antonio Daniels was in there, who gets to see practice every day. We only see glimpses of it and they let us in like at the last like couple of seconds of practice and they're not really running through anything. So we don't see it through the eyes of a guy like Antonio Daniels and he's going to have a lot more insight. He said in the starting lineup needs to be Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So we're going to pencil him into the starting lineup, the new one, without Zion Williamson. So obviously you've got Nikhil in there. You're going to have Jonas Valanciunas in there, and you're going to have Brandon Ingram in there. So that's three people, right? I think you can probably safely put in a guy like Devontae Graham in there, and it's going to be those four. So it's kind of really who's the mystery fifth guy. And where does B.I. play? Is he at the three? Is he at the four? Because that can potentially impact this too, but not, not a ton. You have a couple of options, I think. First and foremost, you got the rookie Trey Murphy. He's been lights out in preseason. He's been, he was excellent in summer league. He's kind of given you every, everything you want out of him. He's been awesome, right? Maybe it's worth starting him, I think. Um, it, you know, he gives you switchability there. It would be valuable experience for him. You might be throwing a little too much at him now that he's 
kind of in there and you're losing Zion. So is he going to get as many open shots? Is he going to kind of have the same role? I don't know. But I think it's a good starting option. The safer choice, maybe the safer choice, would be a guy like Najee Marshall, who has shown off a little bit of passing and at times inconsistent three-point shot, but has proven to be a useful and good player. And maybe you just kind of want the utility of him in the starting lineup. I think those are kind of the two main guys you could look at maybe playing the four, the three. B.I. could be the four. It's kind of semantics at this point. They're both kind of on the wing and slightly in the front court. I think that's kind of the, the what you'd expect. Devontae Graham, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Brandon Ingram, Najee or Trey, and Valanciunas. And I don't really have a huge preference on Najee or Trey, but I lean Trey. I think talking it out loud now, I lean way more Trey, actually. So that's who I think. But is that what they're going to do? You know, we've seen Garrett Temple in that starting lineup in every game in preseason, and it seems like Willie Green really wants to kind of rely on that. If you have him out there, I think you absolutely have to start Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I don't think it could be Garrett Temple, Devontae Graham, Brandon Ingram, say Trey Murphy and Valanchunas. I think you would need to have it be Garrett Temple, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Brandon Ingram, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, and Valanchunas. And you're kind of looking at Valanchunas be your number two guy with Nikhil kind of being in the third role there. But if you don't, if you go with something like Garrett Temple, Devontae Graham, Brandon Ingram, Trey Murphy, Valanchunas, I think that's a little bit too much on some of those other guys in the lineup. You have two studs in B.I. and Valanchunas, and his role really gets elevated now with Zion out as kind of a go-to score down low. But I think you need someone else in there, too. And if you're putting in a guy like Garrett Temple, I really hope they don't start him on opening night. But given what we saw in preseason, I'm a little stressed about that. Uh, but we'll see. I, th- I think the better lineup would be Devontae Graham, Nikhil, uh, Brandon Ingram, Trey Murphy, and Valanciunas. But if they do go with Garrett Temple, it's got to be Nikhil over Devontae Graham. And Devontae Graham could come off the bench at that point. That's what I'm curious. I'm curious what you all think. Let me know in the comments on YouTube. You guys have been great. I love the comments on there. I love reading them every single day. I haven't had as much time to do that being on the road, but I'm going to get some time this weekend to do it. So I'll promise I'll respond to some out there. Um, and this is the last show. So I'll most likely respond to these more than anything else. What should your starting lineup? What's your starting lineup without Zion Williamson out there? It sucks. It sucks. Look, it sucks. There's no other way to put it. But it's fun to root for a young team. This team is still young. It's fun to see if BI can put up 30 per game while Zion's out. There's still a lot of optimism with this team. Nikhil seems like he's hopefully ready to take a step forward. You heard Antonio Daniels really singing his praises. Let's find out on opening night, but we got a lot more to talk about next week in the lead up to that. We'll talk about their weaknesses, which we're supposed to get to today. Let me know in the comments below what you want to hear. we got a couple of extra days of shows next week where I don't have a ton of stuff planned, certain things we're going to talk about. But let me know what you want to hear. Maybe it'll make it onto the show here on Locked On Pelicans. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans, this week of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all on Monday.